Hello everyone and welcome to this bonus episode of A Bit Spursy. I'm Barney. I'm Dan. And we're going to be talking about our Europa game. We wanted to fit this one into a separate podcast because obviously the next game is the North London Derby and we want to give as much time to that as possible. I say that <laughs> confidently, <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> much like Mourinho was very confident in the press uh, just recently about how he doesn't look down the table to Arsenal. Absolute savagery. Savagery. I love those little Mourinho comments where it's like he doesn't really need to add in those sort of things, mm. um, but sometimes he'll he'll take a, a, a question which could be sometimes a bit innocent yeah, um, and then just sort of twist it a little bit. Oh, yeah, um, absolutely. Which is so – it's so good. That's what, Those moments I think you really feel that, oh, you know, my manager. That's, yeah, yeah. That's – that's that's what we like from uh, from Jose, but yeah, I, I as a Spurs fan, you got to love your your manager piping in just a little bit, just, just a throwing bit. a few knives out. Yeah, I think he is so fun as a manager when his bullshit is is faced out at other clubs, <laughs> yeah. and when it's internal, you know, obviously it's horrible. But when he's doing that kind of stuff, oh, it's great to have him. It's so it's so great, and I think that's where. You know, a lot of a lot of people complain about him for those sort of reasons, but it's such an entertaining part of, so of following the team. Yeah. And I agree, like what you say, when, when there's a question of like, oh, so why the team play badly today? It's like, well, Ali's been injured, and it's um, you know, it's his fault. He's not fit. He's not doing that. And people are like, oh, <laughs> he wasn't playing. Don't know if you should play him. Um, and you're like, yeah, Jose, maybe maybe a bit rough. Maybe a bit rough. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Or like. Uh, Gareth Bale put up an Instagram post and um, it was false. Uh, I don't know what he's talking about. And you're like, bro, just say nothing there. You just he, don't need to say anything. He did not have fun in training. Yeah, he did um, not have fun. No, 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 no. But if it, yeah, I only look up the table. So <laughs> <laughs> amazing. It's so good. Mm. Um, but yeah, we'll, we'll hopefully we'll have a lot of positive things to uh, talk about after that game. Exactly. Um, so and I'll be able to buy my iPad. Oh, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The big reveal. The big reveal. Will Barney have an iPad? Yeah. Or bury your money in the ground? In the ground. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Great. <laughs> oh, fingers crossed. Fingers crossed. Dan. Fingers yeah. crossed. I'm team iPad. Yeah, me too. Yeah. <laughs> I'm team iPad as well. A bit yeah. weird if anyone's team money in the ground. Yeah. But uh, yeah. Yeah. If you're team money in the ground, <laughs> please hit us up. Yeah, let us know. <laughs> let us know. Um, but I mean, the reason why we're having this pod today to uh, get back on track because we've immediately <laughs> diverted is to talk about our Europa game against uh, Dynamo. Is it Kiev? Is that how it's said? <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, Dynamo Kiev are a Ukrainian team. Yep. that we did not play. Yep, great. Okay, we played Dynamo Zagreb. Oh no! <laughs> I have thought it was <laughs> Dynamo Kiev the entire time. Even I watched the whole game. I was like. Kiev, eh? <laughs> <laughs> I would love it if you had gone off and done all these like Kiev-related facts oh. in preparation for this. Yeah, and then just nothing is relevant. <laughs> nothing is relevant at all. Oh, uh, but yeah, cool. Dinamo Zagreb. Z- Dinamo um, Zagreb. Yeah, um, I understand when it's Dinamo. Like, and they also they just say Dinamo. Like, it's mm. always just Dinamo. Like, yeah, they don't yeah. seem to. It seems to be like a, you know, the English thing where we go. We'll just we we say Dinamo Zagreb, but yeah. On all their things, it's like GNK Dynamo and that's it. Okay, cool. All right. Oh, well, so I should have stuck with, with their thing. <laughs> yeah, no, that's okay. Yeah. I like the, look, you know, high risk, high reward. High risk, high reward. Yeah. Um, if I'd pulled it off, 
High reward. High reward. iPad. Yeah. <laughs> high reward iPad and also going like, yep, that's the name of the team. Yep. Yeah. It's <laughs> just getting it right, yeah. you know, <laughs> just getting it right on a football specific podcast. Yeah. 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 But how you said, look, if there are any uh, Dynamo Kiev things that you do want to throw in, I, you feel free. I can? Yeah. Yes, sweet. Cool. Because I have pages of facts <laughs> that I've, that I've uh, recorded. Um I watched this game very, very early in the morning. Um, well, maybe not early for some. It was seven, seven o'clock. Um, and so I, I feel like my viewing was heavily affected by the time of day that it was. Um, but to me, I mean, this game was a solid performance in the, in the fact that we won. It was 2-0. But also it felt... Not inevitable that we were going to win after we put that first goal in because, as we know this year, that is definitely not the case. But it felt for me like a like some kind of like it never you know like it was like a stepping stone. It wasn't there was nothing that I mean there were some good moments. Obviously, Kane scored two great goals, but it wasn't uh, my favorite word dynamic. <laughs> what did you What did you think of sort of overall of the game? Yeah, so um, I think going into the game, I didn't know a lot about um, Dynamo. Mm. Um, so, like, I I think the player, the uh, Orsic, their forward, is the only player that I kind of knew the name roughly. Yep. Um, but apart from that, knew nothing. So mm-hmm. I actually knew, I didn't know what to expect. Yep. Um, and you see sort of before there was, like, all these stats of, like, I think they didn't concede a goal during the mm. group stage and all this sort of stuff. But without watching them play, you really have no idea. What totally. to expect. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, you know, you have a lot of Spurs fans on Twitter are being just like, oh, we've got to take this seriously. They're a really good team, this, this, this. Um, and so I really had no idea yeah. what to sort of um, mm. what to sort of think before going in. When we did get into the game, yeah. actually the first thing I noticed was, um, and I always noticed little things like this, maybe irrelevant, but mm. I think they beat something in some way, mm-hmm. um, the, the player numbers. Yep. Whenever someone has a ridiculous number on their back, mm. I think they are an absolute madman. Yep. And it's either going to go one way or another. Mm, mm-hmm. They're either like going to be a great wild card sort of player mm. or they're just in, just kidding themselves. Yeah, yeah. So you yeah. look at the Dynamo lineup and you have a forward wearing 99, <laughs> you have a midfielder wearing 97, mm-hmm. and you have a goalkeeper wearing 40. Yeah. So you look at Spurs team. You don't have that. No. The highest number you have, I think, is Ben Davies with 33. Yep. Mm-hmm. This is my investigative <laughs> yeah. report of yeah. the game. But what I mean is when that happens, it's like I don't know what to expect from a player who would choose 97. Yeah. Could they be an absolute loose cannon? Could mm. they, you know, w- w- will they have something up their sleeve that they can pull out? Yep. Uh, and it turns out, no, n- no, not at yeah. all. No. <laughs> well, I, I'm glad you brought that up because I remember when we signed Vinicius your God now. <laughs> and I remember you messaging me and being like, he chose 45. Yeah. Are you joking me? And I was like, oh, I, I don't know. But you're right. It is like, especially for, why is a goalkeeper wearing 40? Why? Why? What? Why? And also I looked into this, the forward Orsic who has 99, mm. there is no number nine at the club. Right. So I get it when you get like, you know, I, th- I feel like Balotelli might've done it. Um, at some stage mm. where it's like someone's nine. It's like, well, I'm 99 then. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. or it's, you know, something like that. Yeah. But there is no nine or such. Take nine. Yeah. I mean, if you look at Davies, I would assume that the 33 is because there was already a three when he yeah. signed. Yeah. And so, <laughs> yeah. What, what are they doing? What, 
<laughs> What's going on? Yeah. What's going on? This is, um, yeah. So anyway, this probably shows that I'm a bit more unhinged than the players who might choose those numbers because <laughs> I got so distracted on this point. Yeah. Um, but it's, uh, yeah. So anyway, from that moment yeah. um, uh, onwards, once we actually got into the game, yep. I didn't really feel we were under any threat at all. Yeah, they really sat back, didn't they? They really sat back. Yeah. Uh, and it's not to take anything away from them in terms of choosing that way to play. Yep. Because, I mean, if we were to criticise a team for... <laughs> for doing that, yeah. yeah that, you know, that probably wouldn't be valid criticism. Yeah, yeah. Um, Because it's how we played like half the season. Um, but I don't think they really offered too much going forward at all. And I think no. it really looked like we dominated... Uh, the game and and even just looking at you know the first half and how we started, mm. you really I was I think like you like, I didn't really get the sense that oh this is going to be a game that mm. could throw up some challenges or could kind of be a um you know a bit of a banana banana skin that we're like oh it'll be easy and we slip up and yeah um it gets like so I was very confident watching the game I watched it when I was tired as well but mm. it was quite late at night yep so it was it was a different sort of tiredness to how you were watching it. Mm-hmm. Um, so I was probably more of like a calm, sleepy type. Yeah. <laughs> I was an angry type. Yeah. <laughs> I was angry type. Did you think like we did our first predicted lineup for this game yeah. and the lineup that we did predict, I was like, this is probably pretty close to what's going to happen. And we were off. <laughs> we were off. Like I didn't expect Kane to start. I didn't expect Son to start. Um, we played a very, very strong team. Yeah. Actually, looking at the lineup, I think we, we got Kane wrong, yep. Dombele wrong, yep. Son wrong, mm-hmm. and Aurier wrong. Because I think we, we wanted to see Tanganga just slot in there. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, we played a stronger team than what I had anticipated. Mm-hmm. Um, or I don't know if I hoped that we would play a, a weaker team in a sense, but... Like I'm just so worried. I think you know Kane, Bale, these sort of players of, of them getting injured, yep. given their sort of histories, and especially a player like Kane, um, when another team gets a little bit shitty with yeah. him, because his ankles are just made of glass. Mm-hmm. I'm just I'm so worried about games like this where yep. you're playing against a team like Dynamo, who this is their biggest. These are their biggest games of the season. Yeah. Um, not to take any way anything away from the Croatian Championship, but yep. like. They, you know, success in Europe for them would, I assume, represent a lot more than, you know, the, the league title that they, I think, would probably win. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty regularly. Yeah. Yep. Um, so I'm kind of worried a little bit that, like, players can kind of start getting a bit narky and mm. throw around some tackles and, and, you know, injure some of our stars. Whereas if we're playing against, you know, um, teams who think that they're better than us, yep. the, that doesn't usually happen as much. Mm. Well, I think that... Fear is uh, correct because there are a lot of fouls committed in this game by Dynamo, a lot. Yeah. And a lot of them went completely unpunished. Yeah. Um, and it was concerning, you know, especially when we've got first teamers or, you know, players that you're really wanting to not get injured out there. There are a few moments where I was like, can we make all five subs and bring on the youth? Yeah. <laughs> this is like, if these guys are just going to sit back like this, like what, you know, like, and we're in front. Let's just let's just pull out. Like let's do the towel. <laughs> yeah, I, definitely. Yeah, you know, time to throw the towel and yeah. um, and go for that. And I think as well, I'm pretty sure on the bench we didn't even have that many youth players. No, there was. One. Yeah, that's right. There was. Um, it was the first Europa League lineup with no youth players on the uh, bench. 
Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I guess like, in, okay, in a way I'm, I am happy that, you know, um, Jose is showing, you know, um, respect to the competition, I guess, mm-hmm. but it's also probably looking at it from like, Hey, if we can actually win this, we get a champions league. So yeah. there is, I guess, a need <laughs> to mm-hmm. really do that. Um, and you know, in some ways it's like, if we win this, uh, and I'm not trying to get ahead of ourselves cause there's some good teams that we need to get through. Oh, yeah. Um, but if we were to win this, you know, you get a trophy and champions league qualification, mm-hmm. As opposed to, I guess, if you're Premier League, you finish fourth, you just get Champions League mm-hmm. and there's no sort of trophy. So yeah. there is that kind of benefit mm-hmm. benefit there. Um, I was hoping to see a little bit more of uh, Vinicius. Yeah, me too. Yeah, um, I was. Like just, I actually, I'm, I'm a fan. I'm a fan as you've stated. <laughs> <laughs> um, and I think he's, you know, he scored six goals so far in this comp. Um, he was like top scorer and then I think another couple of players are up to maybe seven now or so, but... Um, like he's done well. I think he's done relatively well in all the games that he's played. Yeah. And I would just like to see him getting getting a few more a few more minutes. And yeah. I assume that if in this game we got up to 2-0 a little bit earlier, mm. we may have seen someone like Kane rested. Yeah. Um and then, you know, um Vinny. Yeah. Uh getting some more sort of <laughs> game time in there. Yeah. Um but yeah, it it was good and it's I, I like as well seeing Lamella. Um, yeah, swan playing. around. Yeah, yeah, he's he's kind of like our our European specialist, mm-hmm. um, and he gets stuck in. He gets some tackles in. Uh, he was doing a lot of work, like I thought, defensively, um, and I, I love it when sort of Lamella gets that. It's like that just inner rat comes out of him, <laughs> yeah, yeah. And he just you just see in his eyes, and he just closes down and just slides. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and I think he did that well. Mm. Um, yep. In in this game, so. Yeah, I think overall, like I was happy with the lineup. Like, obviously, we've spoken before about Dyer and Sanchez. Uh, a little bit worrying when, when you see those two there together. But yeah, uh, you know, I think they handled Dynamo pretty well. Mm. Yeah, yeah, I think they they did enough. They, <laughs> they did, did enough. enough. Um, uh, on the the goal that was created by Lamella, our first goal, that uh, classic Lamella diagonal run into the box, and then <laughs> being so left footed that he. Uh, has to play it off. He can't use his run at all. Hits the post and then Kane just beautifully, uh, the tap in merchant. Yes. <laughs> Some people call it, taps it in. Um, yeah. I love how much Lamella is allergic to his right foot. Oh, it's unbelievable. <laughs> like it is. And in that situation, that's a right foot shot. Yeah. Like he's done so well. I love that he gets, um, he gives a little like don't argue little shove mm. off at the start. Um, and then, you know, as he comes in, gives a little faint, opens it up. He did that so well. Yeah. And it's like, that's a right-footed shot. Then. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but then to just go with the outside of the left um, and to hit the post, like, uh, as much as I, you know, hope, oh, sorry, as much as I wish, I guess, like, oh, Lamella would use his right there. Yeah. That would not be Lamella if he no. was doing that. No. Yeah. Um, <laughs> you don't get like that Rabona that he scored. Yeah. He is exactly. back. Exactly. Um, if he if he can use his right foot. So. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought it was great and, you know, it's he's played well the last few games. Yeah, he um, has. Yeah. And he's kind of, yeah, it's nice to see players like that playing a role in the mm-hmm. in the team. And I don't just mean just being there as a backup or like coming off the bench for yeah. five, ten minutes, but mm. actually being able to come on, getting games, create goal-scoring situations, yeah. um, get assists, and it's nice to have that off the bench. So I'm totally fine for us to have Lamella and still keep Lamella. 
but yep. just have you know using him sporadically mm-hmm. and maybe managing his game time a little bit more. Yeah. Um, yeah. Because he is made of hay. And he is made of hay. He maybe he just he's just not a player who will ever you know um, be able to play you know 30, 40 games a season. Yeah. Uh, and maybe that's okay. Yeah. Yep. Yep. I think when Lamella's useful, like he has been, he. Well, he is exactly that. He's useful. <laughs> what am I saying? <laughs> he um, has a really clear role and he can come on and disrupt games, you know, play that pressure, give people an elbow to the face. <laughs> yeah. Like, you know, I just, I think at this point, how long has he, is it seven years he's been at Spurs? I think it's actually eight. It's eight. It's eight it's years. Eight. Like at this point, like only the coldest heart has not <laughs> warmed or melted Tillamella. <laughs> <laughs> I agree, but massively, yeah. it's like if it's like turning away a, an orphan child who just wants a little little nibble. He wants, a, and that's what Lamella does. <laughs> that's what he does. <laughs> he nibbles and he nibbles. He just wants a little nibble. Yeah, yeah. Um, and it's it, it's great. It's great. You you have to love Lamella. Mm. Like we're mandating that almost yeah. now. That <laughs> yeah, you yeah. must love Lamella. You must love Lamella. Um, yeah. Because as well, look, you know, he does that, and then you know you've got Kane, who's just. Just like an elegant swan, yeah, isn't yeah. he? And he like is. how how not like how cool, calm, and collected did he look when? I oh. know it was an easy tap in, mm. but still he gets in those situations, and yep. it's just beautiful to see him there. Yep, exactly. The, I you can see when you watch the uh, goal in slow motion the way he sees the ball bounce off the post, and he shifts his weight, and you can just see him preparing to take the shot. And it's it's like only in slow motion do you actually get to see the gears turn and there's so much movement in his body as he's adjusting for the shot. It's amazing. Like it really is amazing. Yeah. yeah. And I think that sound when, when he puts in the back of the net and you get that little sound effect that, um, mm. that comes through that little, um, yeah. from the ball going, it's so satisfying. So satisfying. Yeah. Um, he's just, he's, he's incredible. Mm. Um, I've seen, there's been a lot of comments coming up about like, um, you know, people saying like Kane is, you know, he's the best best forward going around, blah, blah, blah. And then people come back and they're like, oh, what about Lewandowski? And, yeah. oh, look at all the trophies he's won. Look at this, look at that. And I think it's, you know, it's it's an interesting debate that kind of comes up. Yeah. Um, and I guess there's always this need to instantly compare people and go, this person's the best. No, this one is. Yeah. Um, but I think almost like that, you know, they're different sort of players, especially mm. with how Kane is playing this season. Yeah. Like he's dropping deep. Really deep. Like yeah. <laughs> there were a couple of times in this game where he got the ball off the center backs. Um, yeah. mm. Like he's so deep. Yeah. So yeah. deep. Mm. And you almost think like now with him doing that, but then also still scoring mm. two goals, mm. it's actually incredible. Yeah. Um, it's not like he's just leading the line and, and staying up top the whole time, doing mm. that, getting on the end of a couple, doing like from the amount of passes he's making, the amount of these like switches he's doing, mm. like he's getting so involved in the play mm. um, and still scoring. Yeah. So I think it's, you know, as an all round player in what he can offer, I think you have to say he's, he's better than uh, Lewandowski, but <laughs> yeah. as an out and out forward, just pure goal scoring, that's mm. it. Mm. Maybe he's not quite as good. Yeah. Mm. But he's like he's still like, extremely elite. Yeah. Um, but either way, I I kind of think like we have the best cane that we've ever had. Oh, I and maybe this is credit to Jose Mourinho, but I remember when Kane was younger, what he used to do when he would get frustrated, and we weren't 
creating opportunities for him or moving the ball quick enough or whatever, he would start dropping deeper and deeper and it wouldn't work because of the way the team was set up. And now, like you said, he's dropping so deep that he's receiving balls off the center backs and scoring. And there is a plan in place that allows him to, it's almost like optimizes his frustration (laughs) and, but also allows him to create and score. Yeah. It's phenomenal. It's the best cane I think that we've had. Oh, yeah. definitely. And yeah. I think Mourinho sort of touched on it too, saying um, it was something along the lines of, you know, Kane will be able to play for a lot longer than other forwards because his game doesn't rely on pace mm. and he's becoming, you know, a more intelligent player and yep. he offers a lot more than just breaking, you know, breaking the lines or getting in behind mm. and getting through. Yeah. Uh, I also think he might be wearing new boots now. Ah. Did, the, did you notice that? The, like, shiny blue ones? I didn't. I didn't. Okay, I... He's got shiny blues. They were not. Like, they yeah. really stood out to me. Yeah, right. And I was like, that's a player who's got a bit of confidence. Yeah, right. Um, start, starts doing things like that. But then I noticed that Eric Dyer seemed to have the same shiny blues. Ah. Uh, <laughs> okay, yeah. So my theory kind of went out the window. Mm-hmm. Unless Dyer maybe saw Kane at training the day before. Yeah. Kane's got his new boots. And yeah. Dyer's like, oh, yeah. Yeah. They look cool, man. Mm. Then he comes back the next day with the same pair. Yeah. <laughs> and then it's like... <laughs> Eric, it's not going to change. It's not, yeah. it's not going to make things change. <laughs> yeah. Uh, if you've just got some new shiny boots. It, it's, is it similar to like a kid buying Jordans when they play basketball? I 100% similar. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I just have the shoes. Yeah, the shoes. If yeah. I just have the shoes, that's what's going to make the difference. Yeah. Um, and look, I'll, I'll admit there was a stage when I was younger. Yes. And um, I, had some, I had some football boots mm. uh, that were all black. Yep. And... I, it sounds very stupid now that I say it, but uh, I... Safe space. I had some... <laughs> thank you. Uh, I had some gold spray paint. Great. <laughs> and I sprayed them gold. Wow. Because I wanted the... I couldn't afford like, you know, the fancy, you mm. know, they probably would have been like Adidas Predators something or other. Yeah. Um, those like gold and red ones. Mm-hmm. Um, and I couldn't afford those. And I thought, you know what? <laughs> this will... This will... This will be good for me. This will help. Mm. Um, I think I was about sort of 12, 13 at the time. Yeah. And yeah. then I remember someone in the team, they noticed and they're like, oh, what's what's those? You... And I was like, oh, I just got new boots. Nice. <laughs> and nice. they're like, oh, they look a bit worn because like the gold like paint had started like chipping off already yeah. after three minutes. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, no, nah, nah, they're new ones. Don't worry. No, no. <laughs> and, and it was after that, yeah. I think then I went and I just scrubbed the gold off and I was like, error, oh. error. This, yeah. this hasn't worked. Oh, damn, damn. But good try, good uh, ingenuity there. Yeah, you yeah. know, sometimes, uh, again, <laughs> high risk, high reward. High risk, high reward. And there was zero reward there. Damn, damn. Um, so anyway, but, you know, I like seeing a player, uh, you know, uh, a player in, in something a bit flashy sometimes. Having said that, though, Ndombele just wears all black Yep. Boots. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, that's cool yep. as well. It's real cool. Yep. Um, so this is, you know, I love my fashion watches. Yeah. So. Yeah. yeah. Well, have you got a Jose fashion watch yeah, for us? Jose was back to casual. Yeah. Um, he was casual to sort of gray kind of, they kind of like look like tracksuit suit pants. Yeah. They're like, you know, ones that you see, you get, you know, advertised on like Instagram all the time. And it's just like dudes walking around an office and then playing basketball or something. And they're yep. like wearing the same pants. Um, <laughs> That's what he was wearing, and he he had his um, it's very dad related clothing. It's kind of like you're like Catman do, 
type of like polar fleece yeah. type type look with with that. So, you know, I I don't I don't love it. Um, mm. but I think I need more data. Yep. To be able to correlate the results of the fashion watch before I um before I get too carried away with yep. this actually having any meaning. Well, let's see what he wears this weekend. Is he going to go ultra casual as disrespect to Arsenal or is he going to dress up because he wants to look good for the win? Yeah. Um, I'm really hoping that he dresses up to look good. Yeah. But you're right. He could be, you know. I don't, he might not I, wear shoes. <laughs> <laughs> I would love to see Jose coming out with just no shoes. Yeah. That, that's just like apps, ultimate disrespect. Yeah. Huge disrespect. And I think. You know, like you mentioned, he's already made the comments about Arsenal and mm. I don't look down. So I don't get dressed up for teams beneath me. Yeah. Um, mm. Like I wish if, if he just came out and made that, that was his actual thing. Like yeah. confirming in our minds. It's like, oh, I just want to actually clarify. Um, I don't get dressed up for teams that I think are beneath. Yeah. But teams that are above, I'll get dressed up for. Yeah. Yeah. Well, let's hope that that comes up. If, if only we could get a question at the press conference because that would be the one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Jose, let's talk about your outfits. Let's talk um, about your outfits, Jose. <laughs> um, uh, but yeah, uh, I, I hope he does. Um, <laughs> sorry, I, I feel like whenever I bring up Fashion Watch, I just derail things. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm, I'm very, I am very interested about Jose's outfits purely based off the fact that when in the uh, Amazon documentary – he came in and he was wearing like a Hugo Boss suit and he had this huge, I can't remember what the brand of watch was, but it was like a really nice watch. Maybe it was a Rolex, whatever. And he sits down at his desk um, if, oh, and then he puts on these tiny like Specsavers dad glasses yeah. with like a rope tied around them. <laughs> like- and I think as well, it looks like it wasn't like an official like glasses, like holder thing. It looked like it was just like he fashioned a rope. Out yeah. Of like, yeah. He made it himself. Yeah. So I'm not spending, you know, mm. I'm not spending 20 pounds on the, yeah. on the proper branded thing. Yeah. I've got this tweed. <laughs> yeah. Tweed? Twine. Twine. <laughs> I've got this twine hanging around. <laughs> Maybe I'll do something with that. Yeah. Um, <laughs> which is such a nice point. Uh, Cause in that documentary too, when he was doing that setup, he, do you remember he was like unpacking all those expensive looking things onto his desk mm. and lining them all up? I don't know what they were, yeah. but they just looked like expensive. They were these black boxes and they looked like, I don't know if it was some sort of like crystal type thing or yeah, whatever. Yeah, the infinity stones. Like he, yeah. <laughs> he was lining them all up in those boxes. Yeah, that was bizarre. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then he's like putting on the Specsavers, uh, the glasses to go with it. So yeah, um, yeah he's, he's, he's great. Yeah. You yeah. gotta, you gotta love him. You gotta love him, but also sometimes. <laughs> well, sometimes you don't. Yeah, you really don't. You don't. But what I do love as well is that he's um, on his Instagram now. He's mm. back to putting up some like happier, yeah, photos because it seemed like there was a little dip there. Yep, there was where there was kind of like we got angry Mourinho. Yeah, we did. We got some like, um, and the the press conferences were a little bit like snarky, mm. and he'd kind of like it was a, he just didn't look happy at all. Um, he looked tired. <laughs> he looked like he was just. Over it, um, and it, that was you know when um, who were we playing? Was it before the Burnley game? I think it was around that when when you know people were like, oh, if he loses another couple of games, he's gone. Yeah, oh, he's under so much pressure, mm. um, and he just didn't look like he was maybe enjoying himself. But now he's back. Yeah. Like he looks happy again. He's smiling. Mm-hmm. His Instagram uh, photos they've started kicking off. Yeah, um, and I think like you mentioned to me, he's already brought a trophy to the club. Yes, yes. He sure has. He has brought to the club the, is it 
Aldi? Was it Aldi uh, that gave it to him or was it Red Bull? It was Red Bull. Yep. The Red Bull Racing. <laughs> what, what was the cup? It, it just said, with respect. With respect. From your friends at Red, Red Bull, Bull Racing. Racing. Yeah. He uh, won the respect cup. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Jose Mourinho. <laughs> Serial winner. Uh, yeah, it's Serial winner. I also love it. It's such a weird gift. It's like, here, we made a, a, a trophy for you mm. of your logo. Yeah. Like you thought a gift might be Red Bull giving a Red Bull related thing. Yeah. Not like we've just fashioned some, yep. in our shop here, we just made a logo. Yeah, like, like an off-market <laughs> Spurs trophy. Yeah. And because we're not Spurs, we don't have the license to actually make it look like the proper logo yeah. on the cockerel. So we had to do a kind of shifty version of it. Yeah. Bizarre. <laughs> totally <laughs> so, bizarre. So bizarre. Yeah. But then I love just Jose's playfulness with it of like, all right, we'll just put this on the front of the golf cart, pretend we're in a Formula One car <laughs> yeah, and take a photo of us. <laughs> and if you remember, his sort of like thesis statement for why he has Instagram is to give an insight yeah. <laughs> into what it's like <laughs> to work at a football club. So uh, from the evidence we've been given so far, bizarre. Bizarre. Seems Absolutely like. bizarre. Totally bizarre. Um, I think as well, after the game, just while we're on, the, um, while we're on Jose's Insta watch, yep. um, after this game, he put up a photo and it's him reaching out, holding one of the Europa League balls. I think he was trying to sort of catch it during the game. Yep. And the caption, it's just match 989 if my stats are not wrong. At Spurs official at Europa League. What? So, because I know there's been talk of him in his thousandth game and everything uh... like that. But it just is weird to just go... You know, I'll put up a photo, match 989, if my stats are not wrong. Yeah. I, is that a gag about that time that he was going through how he'd improved all those strikers and he had got his stats wrong? Or is... Oh, it could be. Yeah. Is that what he's doing there? Because 989 is... That is weird. That's... Uh, maybe. Oh, maybe I've... Oh, wow. I've just sort of like my... You've made my like brain explode. But I mean, I don't know. It could have been like nine eight nine, a palindrome number, and then <laughs> like I don't. Uh, who knows? Who knows? But it could be. Maybe he is actually jo- genius, Jose. Yeah. Genius. The Instagram work is just. I should never question it. <laughs> really. Yeah. Yeah. You just got to roll with it. You got to take just it. Go with it. Yeah. Well, there we go. Maybe yeah. he's referencing that. Um, but yeah, look, I just can't wait to see more uh, more happy Jose. Yeah, yep, hopefully, hopefully so. Um, if we jump back to the game <laughs> that we have left behind us in the dust. And um, also the special episode purely to cover this game. Yeah, <laughs> that we haven't really covered. We had, uh, the, I mean, the main events that, that occurred sort of after that first goal was we had a definite penalty on Endombele, which wasn't called. What What is the point of VAR? <laughs> If that is not being called back, like what? I have absolutely no idea. And yeah. I, I agree. Like this, watching that, it was like, okay, VAR's going to pick it up. Obviously. Don't worry. It's fine. Yeah. You know, maybe the ref thought the player actually tackled, yeah. got the ball first. It ricocheted off them and, and yeah. Dombele went back through the guy's legs. Maybe that. Yeah. But then you see on the replay, there is no contact of the ball no whatsoever. Contact. Yeah. Um, and I think it's like, well, Ndombele has just out completely outsmarted this um, this defender here. Yeah. So should be rewarded with penalty. Yeah. Because no contact on ball. Yeah. <laughs> I, 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 I've, I've got no answer for, mm. for how this possibly couldn't have been given. Yeah. 
Like, was the guy on VAR like out on a smoko break? Like, what? <laughs> how? How did that not get picked up? Like, maybe he was just so in awe of the move that Ndombele had done, and he was just sitting there, just like eyes wide, salivating at <laughs> yeah. it. And they're like, uh, "Yeah, John, you know, you, you, you got to give us the result back, otherwise we're just going to have to play on." Yeah, John, John, come in, come <laughs> in. Come in, and he's just drooling all over yeah. the desk at how mm-hmm. much he's done. And then they're like, well, we don't have the results, so I guess it's play on. Yeah. I mean, that is the only theory. That's <laughs> I, that must that must have happened. I think that is the most out- likely one at this stage. Yeah. Yeah. Um, because, like, I mean, it's, it's blatant. It's so blatant. Uh, and that would have got the second goal, mm. and that would have come much earlier in the game. Yep. Um, I think it was a 49th minute. Yep. Um, so... You know, I'd say the tie would have been, even though 2 0 is still not over, you know, of mm. course. But if we got 2 0 up in the 49th, a call like that, you know, I think we're going on to score easily a third yep. in this game and then sort of finish things off. Yep, exactly. Yep. If it comes back to bite us. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, boy. If, like, yeah, if something happens in the return leg that some, like, somehow we sort of managed to blow this, there will be a lot of. Uh, <laughs> A lot of rage. A lot of rage. Yeah. A lot of midnight anger. Midnight <laughs> anger. Yep. <laughs> My favourite kind of anger. Yeah. Um, obviously, the next, I guess, uh, important thing that happened to the game was Kane scored again and he just sold the defender for a uh, for a dime. I don't know what. <laughs> what's the, I started that. Sold him for a dime. Sold him for a dime. I started that <laughs> saying without knowing the end of it. Um, but it was fantastic. The way I, he, I, the point. I love that. <laughs> is that I, what do you say? What's the no? I'm I'm happy with that. You're ha- happy with sold him for a dime. Sold him for a dime. Yeah, yeah. Because it's like I guess it makes the defender look cheap. Yeah. Okay. That's good. Sold him for a dime. Sold him for a dime. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Is it like sold him for a pack of smokes? And is that is <laughs> is that is that the saying? I don't I don't know. Mm. Like I I sold him for a sold him for a nickel. Uh Sold him for a. Di- I'm look. I'm so, I'm so on board with sold him for a dime. Okay, cool. Let's roll with that. I'm happy yeah. with that. Okay, cool, cool, cool. So Kane sold him for a dime, <laughs> uh, uh, with some really poised, beautiful footwork to then nutmeg him to score. It oh. was, it was just the, like I think that's what I love so much about Kane is that when he does like he gives a little shake and bake it there, yeah, and then sells him for a dime. Mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. But he doesn't. It, he doesn't overcook things. No. He doesn't kind of. He, there's always a purpose to what he does. Yeah. And when I when I say that, he's not the sort of player who just stays there and tries out a bunch of different step overs, and then you know just to try and lure a defender in, and then maybe you know ends up moving on one of them. Yeah. It's like he's just so controlled mm. with everything, and mm. when he does a little like a little fake and then pushes it back out, like he toyed with. Yeah. Uh, I think the defender was a uh, Teofile. Theophil, I think yeah. Theophil, Theophil Catherine, Theophil Catherine. Yeah. Um, uh, he just absolutely toyed with him, mm. and also that defender. I remember the commentator was saying at the start, like, um, "Oh, he's he's going to provide some knowledge there because he played uh, against Spurs for Cardiff once." Uh, an encyclopedia. <laughs> this, this must have been like years ago. Yeah, what? <laughs> what? So, like, different team, different manager, like, as in still Spurs, but like different players, different yeah. manager, whole lot's changed since then. And I just love the idea that they're in the, 
they're in the dressing room before the game mm. and the coach, um, maybe it's just like, well, all right, I was going to take the team talk today, yeah. but <laughs> Deerfield, Catherine, uh, yeah. you clearly, yeah. clearly are much more suited to do this. Yeah, yeah. You've Please. got some intel <laughs> here. Give us all the intel you have on Spurs from that one time you played them yeah. when you played for Cardiff. That is bananas. It's absolutely bananas. What? What? Why would you, as a professional commentator, like he's looked at the, you know, he's researched that, yeah, and been like, perfect, <laughs> perfect little fact for the call today. Perfect there. Like, oh, it feels kind of weird in a sense that, um, I don't know the name of the the commentator. We probably should learn it by now, yeah, um, because he says some ridiculous things, but. It's weird, like, it's the only game I watch where someone's commentating by themselves. Mm. And he's doing all of our games by himself. Yeah. Um, so maybe he's just got a whole list of things and, and um, you know, usually when there's, you know, the the sort of the, the lead commentator and then, like, the special comments person, like, they're kind of bouncing off each other a yeah. bit. This guy just has his list and he's like, well, there's uh, nothing else to say here. Well, here's a fact that... Yeah. Uh, <laughs> It's, it's a it's a long string that I'm drawing yeah. here, but um, I, this is the thing. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, I've got to say something. It's <laughs> yeah. it's, it's almost like um, I, I just want to can can the Europa League not afford two commentators to whoever or whoever's like um, broadcasting these games? Uh, just get another commentator on the on yeah. there to maybe balance out some of those sort of things. Mm. Um, mm. So anyway, regardless of whatever knowledge that he had. Um, Kane just made him look like he was a, you know, prep student who knew absolutely nothing about the world. Yeah. Um, and it's, it's just so nice. Like it's, it's always nice to see a player nutmegged on a shot. Yeah, definitely. Um, and just, just, just buried it. It's like, you just, there's almost no words you can say to describe Kane now. (laughs) And the thing is, it's always good to see a player nutmeg, but this looked so purposeful. Like this, he did the nutmeg on purpose, which is sav. It's savage. Yeah. Um, and it, he was so cool the way he did it. Like it was fantastic. How do you think um, our boy Delhi played? Not well. No, um, I didn't think he was great either. <laughs> not not well. Um, yeah, I think though that like it's it's challenging now. Yeah, because like every game we have Delhi back. We, there's a part of us which expects him to just set the world alight. Yep. Um, but like, what do you think of him since he's been coming back into the fold? Like, oh, I mean, there's so much. I really like him and I want him to do really well. But there's so much hysteria and hand-wringing and about his performances and, you know, like he you know, is up against it and all this kind of stuff. But... He, I think he was unlucky to start after he had that fantastic Europa game. Um, what was that? The was it the four zero, and then we went on to play Burnley with the four zero. Was that the? Was yeah, the that was how, that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But after this performance, I was like, "Why would you? Why would Jose pick you for the league now?" After like he was fine, but also I guess the standard for Delhi also is that he's going to do you know, like a bicycle kick goal or he's going to, you know, do something phenomenal. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I I kind of, it was just a bit nothing. Yeah. Like I feel with Delhi now that there's, for him to really get back into the fold, it's almost like he has to be pulling out bicycle kicks every game. Yeah. Um, which is like sort of the unfortunate thing. Mm. Um, 
it's also so challenging now given that, you know, we've started playing Lucas through the middle. Yep. And, you know, we've complained about Lucas a lot, oh, but yeah. also we've given him credit for the games that he has played through the middle. Yeah. Um, he just gets through so much work. Yeah. Um, and he's, he's like looking good in there. Mm. So I think it, it's almost a case where previously, before Lucas was playing in there, Ali maybe had less competition to, even though he was still struggling to get into the team. Yeah. It was like, okay, well then maybe if he can build it up, there'll be a few spots. But now it's like, oh no, we've got Lucas in there now. Yeah. <laughs> like we've got Lucas in there now. Like <laughs> it's as if like Delhi's like, you know, gone away on holiday and then he comes back and his friend's like, no, 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 we hang out with Lucas now. Yeah. He's the, he's the dude in there. And then he's like, Lucas? <laughs> Yeah. That Lucas? Are you serious? And like, yeah, man. <laughs> he's yeah, actually man. pretty cool. He's cool now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hey, he's cool once you get to know him, man. Yeah. He's actually pretty cool. So, yeah, uh, I don't know what you're going to do. Uh, you can be like best buddies with Eric Dyer again yeah. if you want. <laughs> well, on that note, where has that bromance gone? It's It's gone. Like, what, what has happened? Has there been some sort of falling out or something? Because mm. the, like even in All or Nothing... I think there's one scene where it's like uh, uh, Delhi, Dyer, and a couple of other players just playing FIFA or something like that. Yeah. And that's kind of the only scene you see where they're kind of interacting there. Yep. But do you remember like when when this bromance first came to light, like mm. they were posting images on Instagram of each other daily, yep. stories all the time. Mm-hmm. They were doing like interviews together. Yep. They had, it was like full on. Yep. Um, but then now it's kind of just completely gone. Yep. Anticipated. Mm. So I, my theory is that uh, there was a group, uh, Toby, Jan, and Musa Dembele were all good mates. Dyer yeah. joined that group because also all those guys all don't live near Enfield. They all live in inner, inner London. All and right. Yeah. Right. <laughs> this is weird. I know this. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I love it. Yeah. Jan, uh, Musa Dembele, and Dyer. Allegedly, are all very intelligent dudes that are interested in uh, intelligent intellectual things. <laughs> yeah, and then right. I think what happened was then that kind of made a divide between the Delhi Dyer bromance, and he kind of started hanging out with them. And then because in the in the doco, like <laughs> Delhi's sitting with Sessegnon or Winks or whatever, all these sort of younger guys, and Dyer sits with those guys. So. <laughs> So Delhi's come to him one day and Dyer's like, no, nah, man, I'm into philosophy now. Yeah, we're talking about Rodin sculptures, actually. Yeah. <laughs> so, I don't play Fortnite anymore. Yeah, so, oh, no, 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 no. <laughs> <laughs> Go and puppet your 3D animations. Yeah. <laughs> like, I assume that's what happened. We're that's redefining what... the thoughts of the world. Yeah. Uh, yep. All right, okay, great. Um, well, it's I miss that bromance a little bit. Me too. I think I like a bromance within the team. Because yeah. I just love it when you see players just really getting on. Mm. And I mean, we've you know, we've had Kane and Son. Yes. We've had Kane and Bale. Yes. Um, I like that now there's a little bit of a skerrick of Ndombele and Hoybier. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, as yep. was shown on Instagram, uh, I think yesterday, mm. um, where they're just in the in the locker room and Ndombele is just filming him and he's speaking French and I don't understand exactly what he's saying, but I think he walks like Hoybier walks in. And Noble says something along the stand of like, oh, the house of Hoybier, like commenting on his fashion. Yeah. And then he's like, poop, 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 poo. <laughs> like, <laughs> such as like bullying him yeah. about it. And then I just love the little interplay that they um, come back with. And I mm. think Hoybier comes back with him like, oh, Ndombola. Yeah. Um, see you next Tuesday. <laughs> he's a see you next Tuesday. <laughs> 
Yeah. <laughs> and then Dompele replies with, like he, this is not me just trying to do a, like a French Like he yeah. puts on this like weird like Cartman-esque voice to just say his name. Yeah. And he's like, yeah, you like that, bro? Yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, this is such a weird clip, but I love it so much because uh, I love the idea of now, again, you know, looking at all or nothing and, and Dombele in there, like looked really quite sulky and down. And, you yeah. Know, he was not having a good time at all. Mm. But I love now just seeing this like, banter and this possible bromance developing with Hoybier. Yeah. Um, and putting cool. up those things and seeming happy mm. and doing that because I think it's like, you know, that's helping the performances as well. And the more that those two are playing in the middle. Yeah. Like it'd be so nice to have just a central midfield, like, um, you know, place who really love each other, get on well and, mm. um, you know, really build up that strong bond. Yep. And do that. Cause then when you're in games, like you don't want to let down your bud. No, exactly. Exactly. Um, yeah. I mean, them in midfield is the best midfield pairing we've had in such a long time. And the more that they uh, flesh out their bromance, <laughs> the, the better for Tottenham Hotspur. Um, I am very much enjoying um, all the Welsh Mafia uh, stuff. Um, and we, uh, well, you being the the designer, uh, made made an image Um of what, what was the po- was it a poster from a I didn't recognize the film or what was no the- it was a video game yep which I think is called Mafia Two okay yeah basically I just googled Mafia <laughs> and then <laughs> yeah. saw what would look like don't give the away easiest. the process oh, no. don't give away the magic but Barney it's time for them to see behind the curtain <laughs> behind the curtain <laughs> Google Mafia Google Mafia found an image yeah. um, put heads on top of image yeah yep um, and. It's like very funny. Welsh Mafia. Lucas was in it. Um, we posted it to Twitter. Someone stole it and took all that tags off and reposted it. Uh, Sam Roden, Joe Roden's brother, posted it. We then messaged him and said, hey, we made this. He then retweeted our post. And then this is quite an in-depth story. I hope you'll come along for the ride. Um, and then was it Bale in an interview or who was it that said, um, Lucas isn't actually part of it. Son, Son is Welsh. He's in the Welsh Mafia. Yeah. Um, so then we made a new image. Well, yeah, but also what Bale said mm. the, uh, at the end of that was mm. like, yeah, it's actually not Lucas, it's Son. And on my phone, I've put Son's face over Lucas's. Yeah. Which then made us think. Bale has our image on his phone. It's very possible. Very possible. And then we need to do something to address this. Yes. So we made a new image. We did. Where we put, we just, well, we just replaced... We did probably what Bale's already done. So yeah. <laughs> like, um, but we like to think that we did it with a little bit more um, artistic uh, accuracy. Cause, yeah. uh, I, but I don't know. Maybe Bale's really good at Photoshop. Maybe he's really good at Photoshop. Maybe yeah. that's his thing that he does on the side. Mm. Golf, uh, golf, Wales, Spurs now, <laughs> Photoshop. Photoshop. In that order. Yeah. Um, maybe that's what he's into. Mm. Uh, but, yeah, we, we put Son's face uh, in place of Lucas's and then put a little uh, – a Polaroid of, of Lucas doing the L yep. as if he had, you know, maybe been taken out mm. by the Welsh Mafia. Yep. Um, thank you. <laughs> so that's, that's where we're at so far. Sam Rodon has uh, very kindly uh, retweeted that as well. So um, pretty cool. Pretty cool. <laughs> pretty cool. Pretty cool. So if Sam Rodon's retweeted it and seen it, that means that Joe's probably seen it, which means that Bale has probably seen the new updated version. Yeah. Uh, pretty pretty cool. I like to think Bale's probably getting it printed out, maybe yeah. put up in his home. I think so. Yeah, something it's like that. Definitely his um, desktop background. Yeah, definitely. 
But now, and then in now, it's also happening is there is a uh, La Mafia, La Mafia, yeah, um, which is Soko, mm. Oria, and Ndombele. Yes, and there's been a few images started coming up for that. Mm. So I love how ridiculous this is all getting, mm. and it's so fun. I think when these things happen around the team and yeah. around the club, mm-hmm. and like it's good. I don't see this stuff as a distraction from the football. I see it as like this is a team that's really getting together. Yeah, that now we have rival mafia factions. Yeah. Yeah. Within the team. Yeah. To put my psychologist hat on for a second, <laughs> <laughs> the, um, the interplay uh, and the literal play um, of the <laughs> members of the team engaging in these um, fun intergroup uh, rivalries and conflicts is extremely healthy for um, the uh, on-field performance, I believe. Uh, but that's just a hypothesis, you know, <laughs> obviously take everything with it. I can't, I can't speak in absolutes or definites, uh, <laughs> but I think this is those, those, the mafia, the whole thing that's happening or the cricket, even when they were really into cricket for a bit yeah. reminds me of back in the Pochettino days when things were going really well and everyone was playing Uno. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> and there was a big gap where it seemed like they were doing no fun things yeah. at all. <laughs> and they were kind of back to... The dumb fun stuff, which, yeah, is a good thing. Okay. Mm. Look, I'm great that psychologically it checks out as well. <laughs> yeah. And it's I not. can't speak in absolutes. So. <laughs> psychologically, it looks like it checks out. Yeah. Um, rather than just us going like, oh, they're having fun. I guess that's good. Yeah. <laughs> um, yep. Probably. Yep. Probably. Oh, yeah. Um, I am a little concerned um, going into the. Uh, next leg of this game after mm. the North London derby. Um, Hoibier came on and got a yellow card, which means I think he can't play, right? It was such a like. Why I, did he come on? I don't understand. <laughs> yeah, and I understand like that idea of breaking up the like play when they're going to break, but mm. it was so deep. I don't think you needed to bring the player down then, yeah. like to pull him back. I, mm. I think it was a bit of a silly yellow. Yep, yep. I... So now he can't play next. I was like, why Why did he come on? The yellow was so stupid that I was like, did he, is that on purpose? Like, is it so, like, why, but then what's, why would he do that on purpose? Is it so that if we lose next week, it's like, well, we didn't have Hoibier or uh, does he have, like, is it the Neymar situation where Neymar always gets suspended the week of his sister's birthday? Yeah. <laughs> like, is it that? Like what? Yeah. Maybe he just wants a rest. Maybe he's like, you yeah, know what? I don't fancy making the trip out to Zagreb. Yeah. So, oh, sorry, boss. Got a yellow. Mm, guess I'll just, uh, guess I'll just stay home and rest mm. um, instead of going with everyone. Yeah. Uh, it seemed, it was a bit weird. It was, it was a bit, weird. Yeah. It was unneeded. Uh, I think that in the second leg though, I wouldn't be surprised if we saw Ndombele and Soko again. Yeah. Um, the question mark there though is around Ndombele playing North London Derby. Surely how he long plays. he he must play. Yeah. But you kind of feel like I wonder how long he'll play in that. I mm. guess it really depends on how we go throughout the game. But, you know, Ndombele is looking so much fitter than, we, than what he was. But mm. still three games in a week is a lot yeah. <laughs> to do. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's just my, my fear yep. there. But I, would, I would, wouldn't be surprised if we saw Ndombele and Sissoko. Um, in. We might even see like Winks may possibly... I don't want to send shivers down your spine. Yeah. But yep. there's a chance that Winks could possibly play a role in there. I feel the, sick. The <laughs> I feel sick. If I was very concerned to see this lineup and Harry Winks not being in it, um, not starting, part of me, the fear, my amygdala started going off and I was like, oh my God, he's going to play 
surely he's not going to play in the North London derby. And he might. (laughs) He might. He really might. Like you would think it would be a Hoybier and Nobelé midfield. But, you know, worse (laughs) selections have happened this year. And that might be – I think that might be the worst one if that happens. <laughs> that might be the worst one. That would be. Look, I, yeah. hope, I hope we go in a bit stronger oh. um, Yeah. in that. Yeah. I guess it was like – it was interesting in this game though with the subs that um, when the subs have started happening for us, um, the – like do you see that where King was on the sideline with the iPad? Yeah. And there was like Bale, Bergwijn, Lucas and uh, Geo. They yeah. were just all sort of crowded around that. Yeah. Um, I love – the thing I love is like there's – the, the iPads that they seem to use, but then they also have that book which seems to have like printed out situations <laughs> yeah. of like corners, free kicks, yeah. all that sort of stuff. Yeah. And sometimes you'll see like one of the assistants like rifling through pages of that before yeah. a player's about to come on. Yeah. And I'm like, is a player taking any of that in? Any of it in? At yeah. that stage, it's like, okay, so if we give away a free kick in this quadrant of the field, yeah. this is what you need to be. You need to mark this play. If we give it away on the other side, though, you need to do this. If they're yeah. 10 metres back, you need to actually press up and mark this play moving a bit further forward. If it's a bit deeper, then you need to drop off. Yeah. Like, I mean, yeah. what? how complex instructions is someone going to take before exactly. they're actually jump, getting on the field? Exactly. Yeah. it's It seems wild to me that you would even bother. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> Uh, well, I think I'd read that blatantly didn't bother when yeah, he was in no, charge. No. And I think there's that that thing of um, when Pavlichenko scored for us one game. Mm. And they're like, what do you say to Pavlichenko to get him to score? He's like, oh, I just told him to come on and just run around a lot. It was something to that extent. <laughs> yeah. And he's just like, all right. <laughs> Great. Cool. Um, <laughs> all right. Yeah. <laughs> Works for some. Cool, cool, cool. So we are like roughly 48 hours, a bit less until the North London Derby. I'm not nervous yet. I will be. Um, how do you think, if you could predict how it's going to go, how do you think it's going to go? Um, it's so tough, I think, with these Derby games mm. um, because you kind of want to be naive to the fact that it's a Derby game yep. and go, it's Arsenal, we've got to beat Arsenal, we've got to do that. Yep. Blah, 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 they're below us, whatever. Mm. Rah, 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 rah. Yep. Um, and I, I, there's a part of me that feels that. Yep. And like, I desperately want to beat them. Mm. But also, things can happen in derbies because yeah. they're such heated sort of scenarios. I think it's a bit weirder now without having fans there because if there are fans at these games and these derbies, they go absolutely ballistic. Yep. Um, so that adds a huge extra layer to it. But at the end of the day, they are still derby games. Yep. And I guess the club as a whole knows that Arsenal are our rivals and we hate Arsenal as a club. And how much these games actually mean to the fans, even if they're not in the stadiums. Yeah. So I think whilst the fans might not impact the game itself as much as it's happening yep. live um, in the ground. Yeah. Um, like they can, they can just go off the rails. I think as well, Arsenal, you've got Shaka and anything can happen with that dude. Mm. Um, mm-hmm. Like, you know, he could he go basically give away own goals, but he can also put in some pretty like bad t- challenges yep. and things as well. And I I guess that's a fear too in these sort of games that like the players we talked about before with like Kane and, and you know, Kane had the knock on his knee at the end of the Dynamo yeah, game. Yeah, that's true. That was interesting because he had he had the knock on his knee and he had ice on and then took the ice off. And I've noticed on the Fantasy Premier League app, there is a, um, a notification saying that Kane <laughs> is injured, but he didn't look I don't know whether it's a Jose. What I'm trying to say is, is it a Jose mind game? Um, 
Yeah, because it also seems that Kane takes it off and then to go around and, you know, shake hands and do all that sort of mm. stuff at the end. But also is that a bit of Kane taking it off to go like, actually, everyone just chill. I'm all good. Mm. Just a little knock, just yeah. a bit of precautionary ice. Mm. It's all good. Everyone yeah. can relax. Yeah. Let's all do this. But then if it's come up on um, fantasy, yeah, um, I don't know, because I haven't seen any actual reports um, yep. anywhere else saying that Kane has yeah. done yep. something or that he might be out. So, like, who knows at this stage? Mm. Um, it could be something, though, that um, it's like, oh, we're not too sure. Mm. Um, and, like, you know, Mourinho's made comments like that about other teams in the past. Yeah. Where he's like, oh, yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if Sterling plays for Man City. Yeah. And then Pep's like, well, he's injured. <laughs> he's like, well, I wouldn't be surprised if he <laughs> magically recovers yeah. to play the game. Mm. <laughs> so, uh, you never know, but I, I desperately hope. <laughs> the yeah. Kane, Kane isn't injured, but even in the games, like when you know someone might be nursing a small injury, like if yeah. you're a one of um, if you're a Jaka who's mm. scumbag, yeah, um, you might you know you put in a couple of heavy challenges to begin the game, you know, like mm. I, that's that's what I worry about that just something happens to like a Kane or a or a Bale, yeah, um, before things even really get going, yeah, in that game. Mm-hmm. Um, if we're fully fit though. I think we have a better team than Arsenal. Yes. Like without question. Mm -hmm. Um, There's also like, there's not many, it's funny when you see on Twitter and you see like a lot of, um, you know, things get retweeted and you see uh, Arsenal fans going like, "Uh, here's my combined Spurs and Arsenal 11 (laughs) and it's every Arsenal player, but then they'll have like it's Son in there. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. None of them ever put Kane in. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) And then it's like, no, um, Aubameyang. Yeah, it's like Kane is better than Aubameyang. Yeah, right. It's that's not even a, it's not, not even a debate. Even a debate. Yeah, I I wonder last North London derby. You know, if you were an Arsenal uh, opposition analyst and you were looking at how to set up against this Spurs team, it's like right. Well, they're going to sit back and absorb pressure, and they're going to try and exploit any space that we leave behind. And then they came. <laughs> And just played, uh, it must be an Arteta thing. It's like we, we just play the same way against whatever opponent. And they did it and all the, all it did was just play straight into our hands. And I remember being very surprised watching it, being like, what what is he doing? Why is he set up like this? Um, and so I wonder whether he will actually adjust or it'll just be the same thing again. And if he does the same thing again, I think we will win again. <laughs> um, but, I mean, you just can't. I proposed the question to you about can you predict it but you can't predict like no who knows? and i think we're also playing so differently compared to how we were in that we yeah um, we are in that first game yeah like where we really sat back and just absorbed everything and yeah but now with the f- the freedom that the players seem to be playing with yeah um like i said i think if we have a f- if, if everyone's fit if everyone's good to go yeah no one's got little knocks mm-hmm. um i don't think that arsenal can contain yeah Contain us. Um, Kane is so hard to mark. Mm-hmm. He drops so deep. Yeah. You're a centre back. You're not going to go ch- track Kane. Yeah. <laughs> like, and then so when Kane's that deep, is suddenly like, um, you know, what of Arsenal's forwards? Do they yeah. try and like? He makes himself so hard to pick up. Yeah. Um, and now just he just doesn't have Son to go to. He's got so many options to play through to. Yeah. So, like, I, I, I think we're going to win. I genuinely do. Yeah. Um, but scoreline could go, could kind of go either way. Mm-hmm. Um, 
I wouldn't be surprised if there was only maybe a goal in it. I think it's going to be a goal. Yeah. Yep. I think it's going to be a goal. And I think it's going to come late. Please no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's my prediction. Yeah. Um, <laughs> what a somber. <laughs> um, but yeah, I think it'll come late. And I think there will be a controversial uh, decision. Uh, involving an Arsenal goal that gets overturned. That's my prediction. You know, you sound like, I feel like I'm going to paying to go see a psychic right now. <laughs> and you're just talking in like ominous terms yeah. without any specifics. No specifics at all. You will meet a partner yeah. in the next three months when you least expect it or when you most expect it. Which in a way is when you would least expect it. <laughs> <laughs> they will have hair, <laughs> two eyes, a nose and a mouth. Yeah, it, yeah, it's great. But I, I love the fact. So you obviously have you know seen the game in another dimension mm, mm-hmm. and know that it's going to be late. Yep, that's what it's going to come. But we are going to win. Yep, um, yep. which is good. Th- this reminds me um, early, earlier in the season when we played Liverpool. Yep, um, and that was a game we lost two one, mm-hmm. and Firmino scored the header in stoppage time. <sighs> yeah, <sighs> horrible, horrendous. Yep. Um, a friend of mine in Liverpool. He mm. messaged me the morning of that game mm. and he was just like, he, I can't remember the exact comment, but the comment he made insinuated that we had won or he's like, oh, you won't believe what happens in the game. And I said, mate, look, I, I haven't seen the game yet. Yep. Relax. And then he, he comments, oh, don't worry, you win. And then sends a, a, a gif of Rodney Dangerfield. What? Right? Yep. Anyway, I go mm. watch the game yep. and I'm like, well, I know that we win. Yeah. It's 1-1. One, one. Mm. It gets to that stage of the game. <laughs> And Firmino like puts the header in. Yep. I'm like, well, I know we win, so I'm not really worried about this. Yeah. Then I'm like, ah, oh, VAR is going to check it. Mm-hmm. VAR is going to check it. Hang on. Ah, oh, wait, what? Did yep. VAR bring this back like two minutes later? Yep. Then the final whistle goes, mm-hmm. and it felt like my heart had been ripped out of my body. And then I messaged this guy. I was like, what is wrong with you? Yeah. Why? Why would you do this to me? Yeah. And he's like, the Rodney Dangerfield gift didn't give it away that like. What? I was joking and I was like, what are you talking about? What? It felt so bad. And like those those last minute losses, mm. I can't deal with them. No. They are so crushing. Yeah. And to then that was against Liverpool. So we don't have a rivalry in the sense of like we've been challenging with them for the last, you know, season or two. Yeah. But there's just that thing that, you know, Liverpool is I guess due to like, you know, the Champions League final and those sort of things. There's a little bit of we really want to win we just against Liverpool yeah. when we can. Yeah. Um, so I guess the greater point I'm making here is that like, I think stoppage time losses, stoppage time wins feel absolutely incredible. Oh yeah. Stoppage time losses yeah. are the worst feeling they I think are. that you can have as a fan. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They are cooked. <laughs> They're cooked. But are they as bad as like, say we concede in the first minute and then it stays that for the entire game or we lose in stoppage time. And it's say it's one what like that, and we lose in stoppage time. Which would you prefer? I prefer to concede in the first minute. Yeah, okay. Because then we're playing the rest of the game, and you get that underdog mentality of okay. like, all right, we're up against yeah. it now. Mm-hmm. There's still hope to come yep. back and do it. When someone scores in the ninety third minute, yeah, there's no hope. <laughs> like, you know, it's not gonna. We're not gonna come back. Yeah. So I guess it's like I would prefer to be disappointed mm. earlier. Would yep. it be the same? I to me, it's more like. Uh, if it's the score happens in the, against us in the first minute of the game and then nothing changes, I'm like, what a waste of time. <laughs> Whether the 
uh, last minute equalizer, although it, oh, not sorry, win for the other team, the loss. What am I saying? <laughs> it's crushing. <laughs> it's crushing. It hurts. But I'm like, well, at least, at least it's like if you go on a roller coaster and then you throw up at the end. Yes. <laughs> like, you know, like, well, it was fun for a bit and then I got a bit sick. Yeah. Like that. Felt yeah. good for a long time. Yeah. yeah. And then the reflux started kicking in yep. and it started coming up. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, yeah. I see that point. I see that yep. point. Um, why are we being so negative about this like, I possible I'm outcome? I'm very like, nervous about it now. I said I wasn't. I'm nervous now. <laughs> We've talked ourselves yeah. into consoling each other over losing in the first minute, minute or the, the last, last minute, minute of the game. Yeah. Oh, my God. This truly is a Tottenham Hotspur podcast. <laughs> <laughs> oh. um, yeah, no. It's, uh, it's going to be great. <laughs> it's going to be awesome. We're going to crush them. Yeah, yeah, bring it back, bring it back. Yeah, bring, bring it back. Yeah, we're going to crush them. I can't wait to watch Arsenal Fan TV afterwards. Um, oh, yep. It's, it's just, it feels uncomfortable. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's, it feels uncomfortable. Um, well, I think, is that, is that us? I think that's, I think that's us. Um, yeah. We need to go and spend, you know, the next 48 hours winding down. Yeah. Um, probably bringing up that positivity before yep. we watch the Arsenal game. Yep, yep. Um, because Re- it, yep. we do really have a good chance here to beat them and mm-hmm. put even further distance and keep that challenge going for top four. Yep. Which is so like I don't care. Like some people, you know, go like, "Well, you're not even challenging for the title, so like, it's don't even care about." And like, no, mm. all right, wherever you are, relative to where you are, it's always nice to be aiming for something and exactly. challenging for something. Yeah. So if we can just keep this top four challenge alive, yep, um, that'll keep things really interesting going for the rest of the season. Mm-hmm. And I think a big win against Arsenal would just, mwah, it, it would, would really just, set us up. it would just be so so beautiful for that. To then also take that positivity into uh, the second Dynamo game. Oh, yeah. And go through there. Yep. Yep. So I think we're in for a very big week. Yeah. This could <laughs> fight me so yeah. hard. Yeah. Yep. But I think we're in for a possibly, potentially, maybe a very big week. <laughs> Who's ahead. to say? <laughs> Who's to say, though? Yeah. Yeah. We can't speak in absolutes. Um, <laughs> we'll be back after the uh, Arsenal game. Um, hopefully, uh, with brand new iPads and good positive <laughs> moods. Um, but uh, good luck to everyone who's getting up in Australia to watch it at three thirty. Um, I've been Barney. Oh, sorry, sorry, just to oh, to clarify. Oh, yeah, I was doing the wrap up, but yeah, please. Oh no, sorry. I, yeah, I, we we like to interrupt each other's yeah, wrap ups because yeah, there's yeah. a little point we we always like, have oh, to. Yep, yep. Um, are you going to watch the game live? Yes. Yeah, I yep. think you, you have this to. Is, you have to, don't you? Yep. You absolutely have to. Yeah. I, yeah. I could have easily just asked this after we stopped recording. No, no, I'm glad we're clarifying. But it. I think it's important that like yep. as a fan in Australia, yep. these are the games that whatever time they're on, you, just you have, have to watch, to watch the Arsenal yep. game. Absolutely. So yeah, we will be recording after that. Yep. Mm-hmm. We may be tired and grumpy. Yep. Or we might be tired and elated. And elated. <laughs> yep. Yep. Um, cool. Should we? As you were. <laughs> Should I do it? Okay, cool. Um, I've been Barney. I've been Dan. This has uh, been a bit spursy and enjoy the rest of your day or night, depending on what time you're listening to this. You've been listening to A Bit Spursy. Follow us on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. Email us at hello at abitspursy.com and subscribe via your usual podcast platforms. <laughs>